This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, Wednesday edition. Uh, a little warmer in the borough today. He's got some. Have had some sun. First shot president Andy Herzer joining us. Andy, how are you? I think it's warmer outside than in, in the station. Well, we are in the meat-hanging um, room, so, <laughs> hey, it can be summertime. You get, you better you better have a pullover <laughs> if you come in this room. We need to talk to Brian Baird about that, don't we? Maybe this equipment needs to be cool. I don't know. So how are things going? Really good. Halfway through my youth league and, you know. The light at the end of the tunnel, eh? Four more weeks. Four more weeks. Do you, when you when you do that league, or are you just do you bounce around so much that maybe you you don't notice certain people, or by the halfway point of your league, do you see players who you definitely note progress in them? Well, here here's what I I will say. Obviously, there is no perfect league. That includes ours at first shot. But what I like is uh, about right now, we start seeing improvement um, through just skill development. You can see that they're starting to get some of the stuff. You start seeing them do some of the, you, you know, basketball dribbling skills you, you know they're they're putting it together um so yeah i mean i as a collectively as a whole you see the marked improvement and uh then individually you'll have a few that really stick out that uh the light has gone on uh, we had a girl uh, until she um, stress fracture in her foot. Um, she'll be a college athlete, probably running cross country. She's an incredible athlete, but the light had gone off money. You, you know, she's really getting how to play and how to move and how spacing, you know, she's a le- you know, older, she's 11, 12, but she's starting to really get it. And, uh, you hate that, but, uh, you, you, you know, you always there's always a few that stick out more than others. How how old? 
I'm sure it varies. I mean, somebody, you may see somebody eight, nine, ten, and you don't think they're ever going to become anything, and then they're 13, and boom. You know, they've grown, they've skilled. But usually how old is a kid when you're like, he got a chance to be a really good ball player? I'd say nine, ten for both boys and girls. I'll start to say, okay, this one's got a chance. If they stick with it, and if they, again, every level you go up, you you're you've got to match the intensity of your workouts with the level that you're trying to get to and uh you know the it's 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 all about what they do when they're not with us are they working on those skill sets are they working on their you know we're gonna have one kid that you know his granddad's six nine his dad's six nine his mom's six foot you know he's you know, a head and a half taller than everybody else in his age group, a little awkward. But, you know, if he gets it and he gets his feet underneath him, you know, he's starting to put it together. I, You know, he's starting to show some post moves that we've been working with him on. And, you, you know, so he's got he's got a chance, you, you, you know, because you can't teach size. Yeah. And the whole premise of your league is not to develop high school make all these kids high school ball players they're not all going to be high school ball players or even middle school ball players it's to they're getting out they're getting exercise they're learning a little teamwork and um having fun well i mean i think it's a lot of things i think you know we want a well-rounded kid you know i kind of preach in my my league i think you should be playing multiple sports i i think the year-round sports is hurting our, our, our children's development and it's also what's causing our kids to have surgeries yeah it's that a, are, i mean it's a proven fact if you play more than one sport you're 60 percent less likely to suffer an injury that requires surgery that comes from the national federation so but we you, you know we all want to get an edge and uh we we think year rounds is you know what you got to be doing and all that but i think it's about the development of the whole kid i think you you, you know one skill set like i can tell the kids that play baseball softball they can catch a, a basketball the ones that haven't played baseball softball they bat the ball down when it comes at them and then grab it so there it, it's it, it you see certain skill sets you can see the ones that play soccer all right their hand-eye coordination's a little bit, you know, behind because they're not using their hands. Now they quickly pick it up, but their feet are head and shoulders above others. So all the sports help, um, you know. And it's it. I, I think again, I I wish we'd get back to playing multiple, not just two. I mean, multiple, all three, four. Because they, they, they develop different skill sets, and uh, I think it's healthier. All righty. Um, well, we'll move on um, to um, high school ball last night. Um, girls' side of things. Eagle will beat Cascade 57-41. Blackman 55. Stewart's Creek 44. Laverne 42. Siegel 40. Riverdale 77. Smyrna 15. Oakland 47, Rockville 25, Nolansville 40, Central Magnet 38, and CPA um, 
correction, PCA, Providence Christian beat CPA 45-43. On the boys' side, Blackman 48, Stewart's Creek 38. Blackman only scored four points in the first quarter. Got down big, came back and won. Cascade 50, Eagleville 47, Siegel 84, Laverne 49, Oakland 54, Rockville 53, and Riverdale beat Smyrna 85-76. Central Magnet 56, Nolansville 52. I'll tell you, this girls' race is getting interesting, Andy. Um, if you look at it right now, um, uh, Oakland girls are 9-1, uh, Riverdale's 9-2, Stewart's Creek is seven and three, and uh, here comes Blackman finally getting some games. They're six and one. Yeah, I, I mean you, you look at it, and obviously I've a lot of those girls have come through first shot. They're playing on some of those teams, so I'm following it a little bit closer. Um, Stewart's Creek's kind of uh, falling, um, and where. You know, Blackman's getting games and winning. I th- I think it's a three-headed monster with uh, Stewart's Creek. If they, you know, right the ship, they'll be, you, you know, have a chance to beat those teams. But I think Riverdale's in the mix, too, at 9-2. Oh, I, I think any of those three. I think it's a – I think, too, it's kind of a matchup deal. Certain teams, you match up better than you do other ones, you know, and um, that's – that kind of thing will play itself out in the tournament i mean a lot of people forget last year andy um blackman cruised through the pretty much through the district race they finished fourth in the tournament and then went on a got hot again and had to beat all teams seated above them and went on the road you know of course um fans are back minimum you know, you probably get about a thousand, but most games you probably don't get more than that anyway. You know, some schools you do, so it's good to get the fans back in the in the mix and the cheerleaders and you know all that. Well, I, again, you know my opinion, money. I don't know how they could have eliminated that, but they have. I'm glad it's back um, because it's it, it, it's an experience. You, you know, it's what I've told them about, you know, in my league. It's, you know, I want you guys to have the memories. You're making memories. The the cheerleaders are making memories, you know. The dance team makes memories just like the basketball team does. So, you know, and the pep, you know, you know the pep band. So they all make memories out of this. And, you, you know, we've kind of stolen it from our high school kids and junior high kids. And I hope it gets back. I uh, and it stays back. It, you know, we don't have to go back to a tightening down again. But, you know, it. I think it's healthy. You're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need 
Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension St. Thomas, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. ERs at Ascension St. Thomas Hospitals are open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetSTHealthcare.com. What's the best kept secret in Murfreesboro? Well, it's Steered Straight Thrift Store, a nonprofit company where every purchase has a purpose to help fight addiction and suicide and educate our youth, parents, and the community on the dangers of drugs. Come see us at 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, Sunday on 12 to 5. Our phone number is 615-396-8987. God bless. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the Law Offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Thursday night on WGNS, it's State Farm Prep Basketball, a special edition from Middle Tennessee Christian School as they host Franklin Grace. Friday night on streaming only, we'll have Rockvale at Blackman. We'll re-air that one for you on Saturday afternoon. The Lady Raiders will play at 1.30 at Charlotte on Friday. The men hosting Charlotte at 5.30 on Friday as well. Then on Saturday, women's basketball at Charlotte will hit the air at 12.30. That's right after the Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner and MTCS Cougar Corner. That'll be on beginning at 8 a.m. talking to girls coaches here this week. That's what's coming up on WGNS Sports. Be sure to check WGNSSports.com or WGNSRadio.com for our complete schedule of local games. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by First Shot President Andy Herzer. You know, we were talking about fans, Andy. Um, you know, uh, these, all these coaches this spring and summer, uh, they're going to have to fundraise like crazy because, you know, you lose. You, you, you're better off on the road. You lose money when you're at home. You know, um, it's they've really taken a, a a pretty good financial beating, and I know like um, Riverdale got new uniforms, their boys' team this year. You know, things like that. You got to pay for that. So, um, albeit for a couple of weeks, and in the tournaments, at least they're gonna have some fans in there, and it may not seem a lot, but it is a lot when you talk about the cost of 
running a program, uniforms, practice shirts, shoes, going to camps, things like that. I know, I think Coach Voss told me they're holding their first golf tournament ever, you know, this year. So, um, I, I, I mean, it, at end of the day, you, you, you look at it and they're, they're all fundraising, but, and they've all been fundraising. They're, you know, and they're having to try and do some unique things. And again, for them, I hope they're able to do that, but it gets saturated. And, you know, what they don't understand too is um, they're not the only ones that have been hurt. You know, the economy has been hurt. And so, um, you know, I hope they, uh, I hope we just allow fans back in so that they can get back to being healthy. Uh, we were talking high school hoops, and um, um, on the boys' side, it's pretty much, you know, barring something crazy, Siegel's going to be the top seed. Uh, they're 11 and 0. Blackman's 9 and 2. Riverdale 6 and 5, and Stewart's Creek's 4 and 3. So those are pretty much your top four teams right now going in. Yeah, I talked to the Oakland coaches, and he just said, you know, again, it goes back to what we were talking to earlier. A lot, you know, the football guys have opted out to not play anymore. So, you know, you've taken five to six really good athletes off the JV and varsity squads and that aren't playing. So, you know, they're a little thin. Yeah, it was a rebuilding year anyway, and so that did, didn't help their cause uh, much at all. Uh, Blackman's got a new football coach. Chandler Tigard had him on the show yesterday. Now, he kind of had me wanting to go play football. Really energetic guy. And, you know, he even said, he goes, um, you know, these guys are going to have to do things they haven't had to do before. He goes, we're in up-tempo. He goes, we don't practice long, but we practice as fast as I'll get out. So he's bringing the – the up-tempo offense um, to Blackman. So he goes, we might use 14 receivers in a game. He goes, so there's a lot of opportunity for kids to play if they come to Blackman. And he goes, because we're going to get it and go with it. So kind of liked his approach. Uh, guy's done his homework. You know, he's been down in Alabama a while. Um, but, you know, he was at Ravenwood, so he knows about this. District. District, you know, and he goes, um, you know, we're going to play this region. He goes, and we open up with Brentwood. He goes, you know, he goes, I want to play those guys. He goes, I want to play the best out there. So, and so, you know, most accomplished programs do. You know, um, it's ones that are building their way. They don't want to have to go play Ravenwood. You know, you're, you're trying to get wins and and get confidence for kids who, one, haven't played much, you know, or, or two, you know, um, are just outmanned. I mean, to throw it all over the field, like he says, you got to have a quarterback that can do that. Mm -hmm. And you got to have a defense. Because, you know, you, you get them three and outs now, you know, can hurt you. But uh, anyway, uh, looks like they made a, Really solid hire there. He um, he had his ducks in a row. Um, I think he told me how he moved ten times over the last seventeen years. You know, 
He's coached in college and um, the Canadian Football League, a little bit of he, – he's coached defense, coached offense. He made an interesting point, tell you how the game's evolved. You've always, we've always heard what our whole life, Andy, defense win championships. And he goes, I, he goes, after a few years in this, he goes, I realize if I'm going to be a head coach, I better be an offensive guy. So I've started putting more emphasis on the offense, you know. Um, and, you know, a good, a good defense still does win championships, but it's almost like, I mean, you know, you look at the recent national championship game, who gets, you know, if you get three more stops than somebody, it's about getting two or three stops a half or holding them to a field goal because you're going to give up points. You yeah, because the rules favor the offense. Yeah, you don't see the old school 10-7 to 7 games much anymore. You no, just it's, don't. It, it, it's, and, you know, everybody's playing, you know, hurry up offense. And, I mean, it's just it, – I, you know, I've got a few guys coaching – high school ball and he calls coach you wouldn't like to see my team and I know how much you like that defense I said well I also know if you can't score a point you aren't going to win either yeah. so you got to have both and you got to figure out how to balance that and uh, you, you know to be able to win you gotta, you, it's just not one sided anymore alrighty um, let's see here hey, we got a couple more minutes on this segment clean a couple things up um Former Bethel head coach and um, uh, Brent Deerman, uh, who has spent the last couple seasons at Kansas as an offensive coordinator, is your Blue Raiders' next offensive coordinator. And, you know, you remember back when um, um, Asher O'Hare entered the transfer portal. Yep. We were all like, okay, what's the motive here? Usually those are guys that – haven't started or have graduated, and well, he trans. I'm like, I don't see him going to Power Five. He's not. He's going to Sacramento State, um, and will be joining his brother, who is transferred from there from the College of DuPage. I don't know not know where that's at, but uh, somewhere out west. So he's going to play with his brother essentially. So we always, you know, I kind of wondered what the motive was there to play there but uh, uh, that's where uh, he's going national signing day today <clears throat> most of our kids signed in the early out of rutherford county uh, smyrna's got some kids that are signing um you know ut martin uh, bethel's kind of found its way into rutherford county ray banner Really a great story came out of nowhere from Laverne this year. Is signing there. Um, C.J. Johnson is a preferred walk-on at MTSU out of um, Riverdale. Super young guy. Uh, of course, so is his dad. You know, his dad played uh, here. Uh, Keller Williams, the son of um, um, Matt Williams at Smyrna. He's going to Eastern Kentucky as a preferred walk-on. And um, there's a sprinkling few more. You can find about that, all about that on MainStreetPreps.com. We'll have a list of all the uh, mid-state signees and 
where they're going. And as I said, most signed early. Uh, MTSU, um, uh, as of this morning, uh, they had, they'd signed two preps uh, standouts, three-star recruits early. Um, they have sent got the starting quarterback from NC State last year has transferred in, and they also got an offensive lineman from Arizona. Uh, he's from somewhere in Florida. Um, tonight at 6 o'clock, if you're interested in – uh, the signees, you can go to ESPN3. Uh, you can sign in if you've got a cable provider or you can download the ESPN3 on your iPhone or, or Droid. And uh, Chip Walters will be hosting a hour-long show, and he'll probably tell us a little bit about that here in a minute. So we'll take a break. We'll be back, and Chip will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Traffic still not too bad on 24 over from Davidson County. It's just busy out here where you would expect. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard still looks good. 231 headed out towards Shelbyville. Just watch your speed. Hey, check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Princess Hot Chicken. I'm Commander Chug. You're on time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You had a day off in... Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Mr. Haney. Here on News Radio. WGNS. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. 
Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, hello, everybody. The first Wednesday of February is always exciting on college campuses. That means it is National Signing Day. Coming up tonight at 6 o'clock, the Blue Raider football program will air Signing Day Live on ESPN3. That's, again, 6 o'clock. It's online on the streaming portion of ESPN. That's ESPN3.com or watch ESPN.com. You can find it also on the ESPN app. MTSU Signing Day Live will introduce fans to the full 2021 class, provide highlights of all the signees while showcasing interviews with some of the newest Blue Raiders. Of course, introductory interviews will be there with Coach Rick Stockstill, and we'll also introduce two new assistant coaches. Offensive coordinator Brent Dearman will interview him. Also, new wide receivers coach uh, Brent Stockstill. We know a little bit about that guy. The show will also have interviews with new players Bailey Hockman, quarterback from NC State, and offensive lineman Jamari Williams from Arizona. With it being signing date, here's a look at the uh, at the class today. The Blue Raiders added 11 student athletes to the 2021 class. The Blue Raiders had three signees in December. Right now, the total class is 14 new players. And Coach Rick Stockstill this afternoon said that he still had a couple of scholarships in his back pocket. If uh, when the dust settles, there are a couple of other players that could fill needs at Middle Tennessee, he would have those. Uh, those scholarships available to go. Due to COVID-19, the NCAA granted schools the opportunity for student-athletes to return for another season in 2021, and that limits the number of scholarships, which makes the class smaller than normal. The 21 class uh, includes four offensive linemen, three wide receivers, two quarterbacks, two linebackers, a tight end, a safety, and a defensive lineman. The class breaks down like this. Four Power 5 transfers, two junior college transfers, and eight high school players. Looking at the list, we'll start it out. Uh, Offensive lineman Jashun Bodiford, Montgomery, Alabama. His high school teammate, Jaki Graham, 6'5", Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, Both played junior college ball in Mississippi. Zabrian Hardman, a linebacker from Swainsboro, Georgia. Bailey Hockman, the quarterback from NC State. He was a high school teammate of Blue Raider wide receiver C.J. Windham. Notori Johnson, the offensive lineman from Georgia, who has also played defensive line, so he will have some versatility and be able to uh, give the Blue Raiders some help right away. Wide receiver Elijah Metcalf signed in December, freshman from Charlotte, North Carolina. Terrell Pack, another linebacker, freshman Sarasota, Florida. Javante Sherman, wide receiver, freshman Valdosta, Georgia. Uh, DeMonte Smith, defensive lineman, freshman Savannah, Georgia. Teheran Sutterth, tight end, freshman Alcoa, Tennessee. He played on great Alcoa high school teams. Jacoby Thomas, safety from Tullahoma, signed in December. Nicholas Vadiato, quarterback from Plantation, Florida, also signed in December. Jamari Williams, offensive lineman, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, transfer from Arizona. And Mahone, Mahone Wright, wide receiver, also a freshman from Fort Lauderdale. Uh, they were high school teammates and uh, also a transfer from Arizona. So 
that will be coming up tonight. You'll hear more about them on Signing Day Live at 6 o'clock on ESPN3. And congratulations to men's tennis Pavel Model, Been named the Conference USA Athlete of the Week. The conference office announced that earlier today. The third-year Blue Raider earned a victory against ranked opponents in doubles and picked up two more wins to earn his first career weekly conference honor. Okay, that's it for this Wednesday. Be sure and join us on ESPN3 coming up at 6 o'clock. All right, Chip. Appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Inside Report brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Paul Sports Talk. Joined today by first shot president Andy Herzer. All right, Andy, let's get into Blue Raider hoops. Uh, MTSU men last week facing the top scoring team in Conference USA and UAB. And defensive standpoint, did did quite well. Um, lost. Um, I think their turnovers in the home game, Monty, led to a lot of the points. Yeah. You know, I don't think it was their defense that hurt. It was their Well, they lost seventy to fifty nine, a game they led by double digits, but they gave up a twenty to two run. And then they held UAB to sixty three, but gave up a sixteen oh run and lost sixty three to fifty two. Uh, of course Donovan Sims is out, Jalen Jordan's out. It's two of their better guards. Um and <laughs> I you know, I saw him at at our winter league, you know, he came by to watch some play. And I said, man, you just can't catch a break. And I mean, here's the thing. I mean, the beauty or the, or the curse of this is, you know, they got every, none of these kids lose a year this year. Right. So they're all back. You know, they have two seniors, you know, is middle going to fun, you know, them being able to go out and get two freshmen, you know, 
So, it, it, again, what, now you're looking at how much are they going to fund these guys' um, recruiting classes and how many, you, you know, we start looking at, you know, the football and said they only signed three early. Well, maybe they don't have that many to now play with because of the COVID rule and how many are coming back. and They don't. And, and, and you, you know, so you you got to look at it and say, well, you, you know, how many seniors are on these teams? Like they're, they're, Middle's going to have to figure out a way to fund it. If not, their, their programs will hurt eventually down the, you know, in the future too. So you got to start be able to bring in new guys and, and you, new women. So. And you look at um, the man, you know, Don Dante Dante Schuler, uh, one of their better guards as well. He's out forever. Well, they get him back, and then they lose Jordan and Donovan, you know. And Donovan is their veteran guard. and um, They play more fluidly when Donovan's in the game. They do, and they really miss him against UAB because you go back since Donovan's been here, he has never had a bad game against UAB. In fact, he's had great games against UAB. And unfortunately, though – that's where they're at. Um, this week, Charlotte's in middle. Charlotte's got a pretty good team. They're five and three in league play. Marshall at Old Dominion, Western Kentucky at FAU, UTSA at FIU, UTEP at UAB, Southern Miss at Rice, and La Tech at North Texas. So, the standings: Westerns in the East, Western six and two. ODU four and two, Charlotte five and three, Marshall and FAU three and eight, FIU two and eight, middle one and seven. In the West, UAB is seven and one, North Texas five and one, La Tech seven and three, Rice and UTEP four and six, as in as in San Antonio and Southern Miss is three and seven. So my 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 question's this: most talented team in the league. And say the best team, most talented. Um, I'd probably say Western because they're guards and they have a NBA guy who's a big. I don't I don't know that they're overly deep. Um, I haven't seen North Texas. They're obviously very good. I've seen UAB. They've got the parts. Yeah, they 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 got all all of them, and they got some depth, and they make you play differently. Because and, of the zones, and they've got they play. They've got five that average in double figures. I think their leading scores like thirteen a game. But they got two guys coming off the bench that average like eight. So they look good. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, I think was, they're the best team I've I, seen. I was watching. Um, uh, who was it in the Missouri Valley? Not Drake, but I can't think. Other team that's tied tied with them and they were talking about Valley would be a two-bid league and he, the other guy was going on he goes he goes I think Conference USA is a two-bid league if Western Kentucky doesn't win the tournament he goes you got to look at Western Kentucky he goes they went and won at Alabama and that's a that's a big time win and he goes he goes I think those are your three best mid-majors right now and I can't believe I can't think who the other 
Is it Northern Iowa? No, no Illinois, Chicago. They've yes. got a good team. Yeah. You remember the big kind of goofy center they had that was on their Final Four team? Yes. He was a freshman. He's a senior now. And they were talking about him. You look at his numbers. He's one of the best to ever play in the Missouri Valley. And that says a lot. Yep. When you talk about the, wow. the cats that have come out of that league in terms of scoring and, and rebounding. You, you know why you didn't think of them? They're not a traditional Valley mm-hmm. team. Yeah. They have just joined. Yeah, I turned it on, and it was 24-3. Um, to 3. And um, Is that Porter? Porter's still there. Remember when he coached at Little Rock, Porter Mosier? Yeah, he, you'd, you'd be in a dogfight. His cats defend. Yep. All right, you listen to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. Traffic's still not too bad on 24 over from Davidson County. It's just busy out here where you would expect sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Still looks good. 231 headed out towards Shelbyville. Just watch your speed. Hey, check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Princess Hot Chicken. I'm Commander Chug, you're on time traffic. We do it your way at pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. Parks Auction, we handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. All right, the Lady Raiders, they keep rolling. Uh, they beat UAB 81-78, of course, in overtime in the first game on the road, and then won 95-68 at home. Um, Anastasia Hayes scored 77 points. She was named the Conference USA Player of the Week for the fifth time. I'm just going to keep that same story I have written. And just yeah, you re- don't have to change and, much. And just replete place the parts she was also named the high major national player of the week for the second time in their second scored 42 in the first one 35 in the next one and had 11 at halftime so um obviously um they're clicking and um nine and one they go to charlotte good team they'll they'll be 
heavily tested this week. I mean, is is you know they're saying the guy side is is a two bid league. If Western to win it, the girls not a two bid league. You got Middle and Rice certainly right now look good. You know, you don't know how the COVID is going to hurt Middle because you know they lost the early game against Belmont. They didn't get to play some of the teams, and you still got to figure at the end of the day they're going to give the 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 power fives are still going to get more of the benefit of the doubt, I think. Um, I'd like to think it'd be a two-bid league, but who knows? Sad. Because I think they're worthy of it with Rice and Metal. And, uh, and, and they got, you know, three or four other really good teams too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to – it's hard to um, win a tournament. Yeah, I mean, you have one really, bad night, you could be out. It's not the best teams. The best team who, it's who it's best who, team who that plays night. the best three days. You know, so this again this week: Middle at Charlotte, Old Dominion at Marshall, FIU at San Antonio, uh, FAU at Western, Rice at Southern Miss, UAB at UTEP, UN North Texas at La Tech. You know, a lot of these teams are not going to get to see this year. Because Middle's not playing those the West teams except uh, UAB, so and um, Southern Miss, but uh, you know it's a it's a good league. It's a good league, but I do think Middle and Rice are the two best. But you know, you look back, and, of course, Middle's a lot better than they were when they at, than they were at the first of. Uh, the Conference USA season. Well, I mean, they're just coming off 14 days, yeah. no legs. You, you know, even the, you go back and you say the Belmont lost. You got to look at it. They're coming off COVID. I, I mean, I just think there's, you, you, you know, you, you look around and you, you just see all the all the teams that, you know, you know when they lose and how they lose, they've got guys missing. And, you, you know, so it's, from one week to the next, you, I don't know what you really can tell. Um, the SEC Big 12 challenge was interesting. Tennessee, a big win over um, Kansas, but uh, Kermit with a big win for Ole Miss last night. Beat the Vols 52-50. to Got them in a grinded defensive game. Uh, played some zone. You know, uh, really – Really did a great defensive job, and you know Tennessee has struggled to score at times this year. Yeah, I mean, not at times. They've they've gone through a stretch, and you, you, you know, struggled against Mississippi State. Ended up winning the game, but struggled in stretches in that game to score. Monty, they're young, you know, and I know they're talented, but they're still young, and they're still, you, you, you know. To grind it out every night in a conference. And I don't care what level it is. When you're playing that many young people, you're going to have struggles. Um, and, you know, coaching at that level is really good. Kermit Davis is one of the best. We know that firsthand. And, uh, you know, he can, he can make those young guys pay for their inexperiences, which he did.
Um, Baylor keeps rolling. They're talented. I just think. How many pros do you think they got? Probably three, don't they, at least? Three first-rounders. You know, and and I know we had this discussion a couple weeks ago. I just think the people that they've been playing is really going to help them versus Gonzaga. Gonzaga plays anybody and everybody, but it's early. And their conference this year doesn't seem to have anybody that can challenge them, and that may be for a good reason. I mean, they're, they got pros, too. I think they got three. I just, I just think that schedule. Well, you know, the beauty of, uh, of them – they're not going. They're they're not going to that first round. Uh, get the likes of a Kansas, right? Yeah. They're they're that's middle of the of the pack. You you know, I I, Monty, I I just think a they're well coached. B they're going to have a sh- real shot too. I think those two teams that we're talking about, um. They're they're just really gifted, and uh, I I they're my heavy favorites. And then you can start looking. Villanova's pretty good, but beatable. But they're in that upper five. You start looking at it. Michigan, probably, I you know, in, in the Big Ten, it's, I I think unless they, you know, just don't shoot the ball well one night, there's no one in the Big Ten really going to challenge them. Case. Iowa and Illinois are good. They're not good enough. Illinois has gotten kind of gotten their groove back, though. A little bit. They're seven and three going into the week. Uh, Wisconsin, Purdue, seven and four. Well, Purdue lost last night. They're seven and five. Yeah, who, they lost by a bucket. Yeah, to, at Maryland. Um, I, I mean, I, and you, you know, they don't play a, you, you know, a ranked opponent left. Purdue doesn't. But I can tell you, everyone on their schedule, they can lose to. That's how good that conference is, top to bottom. But the, it's, oh, clear, you know, it's I, a clear three. I think it's a clear three to four teams right now that are playing top 15-level ball. Michigan, Iowa, Illinois, and Ohio State. I mean, they're, 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 they're really – they've righted their ships, and they're all playing well right now. Yeah, the selection committee's going to have another difficult time, I think. Um, you know, you look at the ACC. I mean, you got Virginia. Good. Virginia Tech is good. Yep. Florida State's good. They got upset the other night. Carolina getting things going a little bit. They're 6-3. and three. Louisville, Duke, Georgia Tech, 5-3. and three. Clemson in the mix. Pitt. You know, they're going to get a lot of teams in, I guess is what I'm saying. A-10. Very strong. The Bonnies. The Bonnies are good. I yep. watched them the other day. You know, they're seven one. Davidson, VCU, Richmond. And then you already talked about the Big East. It's pretty much Nova. Then you got I mean Creighton. that's a great league. Creighton, Xavier, Yukon, Seton Hall. Mike Anderson's done an unbelievable job at St. John's. They've won about six in a row. So I mean they're making their February push. And, you know, Pac-10, Baylor, Texas, Oklahoma, beat Alabama in that, uh, the you know, the 
Big Texas e. Tech and them were a war the other night. Yeah, and they had a – I think Texas Tech had an overtime game last night. So, um, the SEC, you know, it's Bama. You know one team you didn't mention in the Big 12? Kansas. Oh, now, think they, about that. Yeah. That's a now. It's a different year now. Say yeah. Well, what's it going to be? Eighteen years they don't win it. Crazy. Um, SEC. You got Bama, of course. Florida starting to play better. Well, they kicked Tennessee all over the floor without three starters. Yep. Uh, LSU, UT, Missouri. You know that's pretty much what you're looking at there, but. you know, each week it changes. Yep. You know, you take a team like a a Providence. They go out and win a couple games. They're right back in the mix too, you know. There's a lot of teams on that bubble already. Out West, you didn't mess, mention any Pac-12 UCLA, teams. UCLA. They, they, that guy from moved from Cincinnati out there. To Joe Cronin. Yeah. Those guys aren't used to the – the defense that he's putting on them. They're, he's going to change the league and how that league plays. USC's pretty good, too. Yep. And Oregon's not bad. Of course, Arizona um, not going to the dance. And Colorado's pretty good, too. So. Well coached. So One of my favorite coaches. And we probably named 40 teams there, and that don't even count the, the automatics. So there's going to be some good teams left out, as always. All right, Andy, thanks for dropping by. We'll see you next time. Thanks for having me, Mike. You've been listening to All Sports Talk. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.